0: He won in Lord, Rainsaw so getting the last step down. The crowd is roaring. He is going to do it. He's going to smash the time. Oh. Oh, Downhill racer and our expert here
1: today, Andrew Needling.
0: Welcome back, podcast fans. This is Moving Needle podcast, special edition, because I'm actually having another in-person one, but it's on one of my travel trips. I'm in Madeira Island, which I can't tell you how amazing it's been. And I'm honored because I've got John from Freeride Madeira. He's been showing us around for this project we've been doing. And I've cornered him, said, come on, come on the podcast, tell us a little bit more about your story and how mountain biking has got so amazing in Madeira. So, John, thanks so much for joining. How are you doing today?
1: I'm all good. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. And it's really great pleasure to have you here riding with me, being able to show you the best of Madeira. Um, And yeah, it's been a wicked time for sure.
0: Well, um, tell, tell the listeners, how did you get into mountain biking? Because the scene is obviously growing and it's getting bigger here. But I would imagine when you were younger, there wasn't much mountain biking.
1: Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, everyone, all the kids here start by playing football. For some reason, the biggest player, best player in the world ever is from Madeira called Cristiano Ronaldo.
0: I even know who Ronaldo is. Yeah. I'm not a football so, fan.
1: But, uh, the, yeah, but then... I've always liked skating and some more radical sports. Uh, My dad bought this restaurant on the coast off Funchal where there's great surf. And I started getting into that, but that was only during the summer holidays. Uh, So during the year, um, at a certain point, I went for a cruise with my dad up the hill and I saw these guys coming out of the forest with a bike and I was like, wow, dad, look at that. He's like, yeah, you like it, don't you? And I said, yeah. Uh, and he was really into motocross as well when he was younger and so maybe that comes from him, the passion for two wheels. Um, so at Christmas, I really asked him for a full suspension bike because I really want to get into it and he actually gave me one, a cheap one, but that was really enough for I me mean, to get me going. Um, so yeah, I started um, catching up with my friends that had bikes as well, going into the forest near the house, uh, building some little jumps and berms. And that's how it all started. And then I just uh, started uh, searching for bike shops, trying to get some parts, and then starting to get involved with, with them and going out on on trips and seeing what actually existed already. Because there was already some cross-country riding and, and DH riding. There was already some races going on. There was only like four different trails on the island and plus a couple more ancient footpaths uh, which were really gnarly to ride at the time and get into it very hard Uh, but i didn't give up i loved the um, the thrill of it being on two wheels up on the hills and tried to help out with uh, the races at the time and all that and um and then then uh at a certain point uh, me and my friends like later on after getting into downhill racing a few years after me and my business part present business partners we decided to go to the Alps on the trip uh, which was a dream for a while and once we got there it was amazing but it was also an eye opener and made us see that we actually had a rough diamond and they're ready to be molded and ready to be created as a mountain biking destination, which I already had in and, the back of my and mind. And
0: you before. said, you told me you went to the Port de Soleil region, if you look at those mountains, but I mean, your elevation here, what's some of the elevation on the mountains that you have here on an island?
1: Yeah, so the island goes up to 1,800 meters, and there's plenty of peaks at that height around them, really deep valleys that really allows you to search for a very long time for different kinds of terrain, landscapes. uh, There's lots of microclimates and really makes the island very diverse. It's really special. And I'm saying it's diverse, it's another level.
0: No, I I, I agree. I mean, that's the biggest thing I probably take away is on any given day, which we'll dig into, you can ride in a different climate, uh, different soil terrain, rocks, roots, like whatever you feel like riding, you can almost, with Freeride Madeira, go and show them that. But before we dive into that because I'm yeah. excited about this island I really am um, it sounds similar to my upbringing where if you wanted to go riding you often had to build the trails yourself like there were footpaths or some races but where I grew up as well if I wanted to ride a new track me and my brother and some friends might go rake it in the woods yeah. or um, go and help build and create our own jumps. Like there wasn't really a scene, so it kind of needed to be created, right?
1: Yeah, definitely. So it's basically what we did from the beginning. There wasn't much, and we just had to, um, I mean, the the trails were improved year upon year for those races. Uh, I mean, I started riding when I was 12. And by the time I was 18, when I went to the Alps and decided to actually concentrate myself on the Freeride Madeira project, uh, we decided that, me and my business partners, we decided that we needed to build trails that were good for everyone and sustainable. And everything before that was just for downhill riding, pretty straight. We were, we kind of knew what we were doing, but we weren't experts at trail building at the time. So I also decided to go to Italy, to Valley Solid, get an Ember uh, course. Uh, and try to get involved with the local authorities, with the forestry of Madeira to start building trails legally and sustainable and all around the island that really enables us to show the potential that Madeira has and how, how special it is, really. Because it's like moving from half an hour to another place. It's like moving to a different country. It just changes drastically. Yeah, and it is. And that's what we want to show. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's it's so unique. You you get on the island and we're down in the south, Feng and and right. it's amazing. We're on the coast in this hotel. And like you said, within 30 minutes, sometimes I fall asleep in the van. I wake <laughs> up and I've gone from quite a dry climate, yeah. um, no wind, and then I might be in somewhere else. I look out the cliffs and it, it feels like I'm in Jurassic Park. Yeah, definitely. And it's within an hour's drive it, in any direction. Yeah,
1: it's crazy. That's probably why in 32 years I didn't decide to leave this island because I would never get fed up of it. If I'm fed up of riding fast, flat-out trails of jumps. I'll just go somewhere else and ride a bit slower technical uh, stuff and really steeper stuff. There's a bit of everything, really. There's a tropical, humid forest that's classified by UNESCO's Natural World Heritage. The biggest patch of it is in Madeira called Loris Silver Forest. It's like really like riding through Jurassic Park, the vegetation there, super beautiful. You've got these incredible gully trails that used to be from logging and dragging wood down that we've molded into mountain bike trails that it's like riding a half pipe and it's incredible that was that one first trail yeah. you took me on yeah um,
0: and man we started with a bang but to get there for the listeners i mean obviously we talk about a beautiful island but they have these amazing lavadas they're called right Yeah, exactly and i'm gonna butcher this a bit but i mean that's where the water is kind of collected from the mountains mm-hmm. And then it's channeled all over the island for agricultural, exactly. drinking water, all that. And there's these amazing canals exactly. that we rode on exactly. to access deep into the forest. And then yeah. there's these big tunnels. Obviously, the lavadas go yeah. through the mountains. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we walk through one, takes maybe 15 minutes, yeah, exactly. pitch black with a bike. <laughs> yeah. I mean, some it's really just cool a cool... Waterfalls. Riding all over the world, you get all these amazing experiences, but it seems like... It's not just, say, a bike park. or It's not just trails. It's here you can come experience the culture. Yeah. And you have it daily by going through the Levadas or riding down to a beach town. And there's, you know, different food there and you sit on the beach or on the water. I mean, that to me, the uniqueness and diversity is so key.
1: Yeah, exactly. When I want to go on the holiday, I don't want to just go flat out and riding trails, not looking anywhere or just having to feel that, Uh, that i'm always surrounded by the same hills the whole week i feel i want to explore and see more and madeira is that madeira like i said you've got so many different areas you've got eucalyptus forest pine forest or silver forest got wide open ridge lines going into the oceans or into the clouds like free riding down these beautiful ridges there's so many of them and then you've got, like, you can go for a little hike for a day and go to these beautiful waterfalls and jump into the lagoons or go for a a surf sesh. There's a surf at all levels here on the island. Madeira is also known as the Hawaii of Europe for many years. And there's so many other outdoor activities. There's canyoning, paragliding, scuba diving. It's like a mini New Zealand in Europe as well. Yeah, and uh,
0: <laughs> uh, um, not that, I mean, John's obviously going to be a bit biased. He's from Madeira, but... I honestly can agree with that 1,000%. Uh, you get this culture experience, the diversity we've spoken about, but I think one of the key subjects, what I've realized is they have the saying, if you build it, they will come. Yeah. And without you and your partners and the trail builders, and, and now maybe later on the community is helping a bit, but you guys single-handedly built these trails yeah. in the hopes that people would start coming and you built a business from that. Can you talk to me a bit about deciding that you're going to take this risk yeah. and not go to university because you just have a passion for bikes yeah. and exposing people to to the beauty of, of Madeira.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, finished high school and now this is time to decide going to university or not. And I was like, man, I, I just came for that trip from, from the Alps and I thought that we had the, all the potential in the world for it and I didn't want to lose the boat. I, think I thought it was the right time and I had my two best friends were really good at what they do as well they had a good background in business uh and, and events and i just I, we, we didn't just want to build a bike trip holiday um, a bike trip a mountain bike trip holiday we wanted to build a, a company that also does events and creates the trails and all that creates uh, uh, produces videos as well so what we did was we had a friend that's called Alex that has, has um, he's a really good trail builder and had helped us out through trail building, the trails that already existed. And we decided to employ him straight away, one of the first um, collaborators. And so we decided to have trail building as a full-time job at our company to start with. And this
0: was before you had big income. You took the risk. Yeah, said, right. Well, from, there's no ways we're gonna get people here unless yeah, we build something right great. Right from the
1: start. Well, at this very start it was just me and Rob. At this very start in like 2011, then Alex came in 2013 as a full time job. Before it was like uh, uh, on this free time we would work together as friends, you know. Uh, but yeah we decided to do it for, like mountain biking is a really recent sport worldwide and it's hard to go to um, a consul a municipality and have a meeting with a president and say oh let's build mountain bike trails and make it legal and it'll be great for for the economy because they, they don't understand that they they don't think that the mountain biker will travel from another country to come to Madeira. no they've never seen they it so know. how would they know exactly you can't so we had the concept so we we've by organising events already at that time, local, regional, enduro races, we would manage to have permissions to actually build the trails for that specific weekend. Where there's safety, there's people, there's all the signals and all of that stuff. And then the trail would exist and it would be there. It would be the starting point. And, um, I mean, you're not really allowed to ride it after. But, you know, it's uh, how it goes everywhere. There's secret trails everywhere in the world. and and then (laughs) i definitely have ridden a few Uh, legal trails or
0: it's kind of like beg for permission no what's it beg for forgiveness instead of asking for permission exactly i think like madeira and me in south africa it you know this is before trail parks existed this is before it was organized and there were organizations that helped with some of the permissions but i think i think it's amazing what you guys have done, yeah. What What's some of the challenges you guys have had to jump through not having help from the, the council?
1: Uh, it's just the uh, challenges. It's, I don't know about, I can't really say it was a challenge because it was a work of passion and we were doing it with passion and we just wanted to get out there, search for Rome for potential mountains where to build a trail that logistically would work. And all that was a procedure of passion, and and uh, really made us uh, euphoric when we found something where we could build something that people would definitely love. And so we were just going out there, spending our time on the hill and uh, starting to dig um, all around the island. Really, that was that was it. I mean. That's what we what we did. Well, I
0: mean, it sounds like a challenge to me, but it it seems like for you, there's there's no task too big to try and jump jump through to to make no, it happen. No, no, no. I mean, it,
1: it, we got to a point that we managed to create a network of trails all around the island. Uh, throughout the years, uh, we've got full time trail builders now. The crew has got bigger and also the presidents of municipalities the forestry has now relies on us and sees the potential because we made people come because of the trails and they see the how it moves the economy they see that we've brought the indoor world series to madeira and we've got uh, an event called trans madeira that was a multi-day race which brings the best athletes in the world and they see that the best riders in the world value madeira so it's something special and from now on they start seeing that we're doing things right and it's great for the island and now some municipalities start to support us financially to, to maintain one or another trail.
0: But That's awesome to hear, but speaking of the best riders in the world, you know, Brendan Faircloth has kind of helped you guys, I think, put it on the map, but you've helped time. him. It's, it's not, you yeah. know, it goes yeah, two yeah. ways, Brandon Semenik. I looked at some of the jerseys in your office. There's yeah. been some amazing riders here. Yeah. Um, and they're not going to come back if you're not giving good product. But talk yeah. about facilitating some of those projects and who's kind of come here and, and done riding projects here, namely Brendan oh, Semenek, And you guys yeah. have helped facilitate and build those things. Uh, Luke Bruni Luke for Bruni, Gamble yeah, as well. Yeah,
1: exactly. Josh Bryceland There's been so many professional athletes. I mean, it's a dream come true. Uh. It's, you know, I mean, I remember exactly the day that Brendan sent me his first email wanting to come to Madeira. What, what was the,
0: that feeling like? like could I he broke think the keyboard of
1: my computer. I nearly smashed it with my hand when I saw the email. I was, like, so happy because I was a big fan of him at the time for sure. Um, and, yeah, we made, he wanted to come out with his friends, his brother, for a bike trip just for h- having fun because he heard about it from uh, Jacob Gibbons, which came here First week of 2014 for the first uh, media project that we did, first video to advertise the island. Um, And he was big friends with Brendan. He told him all the good stuff about it. And Brendan was really happy to hear what he heard and contacted me. He came out for four days. I showed him the best that there was at the time here on the island during those four days. It was a great experience, great to ride with them. great bunch of people, really down to uh, you don't have but, to uh, say that yeah i uh, know but uh it's how it is um and yeah we had a great time brendan he loved the island for sure i think he fell in love at f- first sight well there's sun <laughs> he's from
0: the uk of course he's gonna like anywhere with sun did he have yeah. his shirt off like the minute he got out of the plane more
1: or less uh, <laughs> yeah at least he ended without his shirt in the ocean that's for sure yeah and uh, sunburned yeah, yeah 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 definitely so after that, at the end of the, that week, he was already talking about, I've got this project in mind, which I think would be ideal for it. And he was talking about Death Grip at the time.
0: Yes, true. And um,
1: I was like, Yeah, man, for sure. <laughs> Let's do it. I'll help you out with all you need. And he came out um, a year after, maybe, with his dad and Ollie Wilkins to scout with me. We went to scout and showed him a, a few potential spots. He loved it, it was great. Then it was time for me to get permissions from municipalities and forestry. Some worked, some didn't. There was a last-minute one that worked, which was the jumps at the cliff, and he didn't even know about it. He only saw it when he got here, and I said, Brendan, sorry, I didn't manage to get that epic ridge permissions for that, but I I got got you this. Yeah, he was like, that's unreal. Let's do this. And so then we... We started building, you bring Nikki Wiles, and uh, it was uh, unreal. The seven days of building and the amount of stuff we managed to put in, it was unreal. Uh, we were working morning sunrise to sunset nearly, but it was totally worth it, and uh, I admire a lot the work that these guys do. And that uh, was one sure. of your
0: first big builds, and it's not builds. It sounds like, again, you just said yes and figure it out. Put the work in yeah, yeah. and take the opportunity yeah, and just grab sure. it with both oh, hands. Oh, man.
1: Big time. I I did all I could. Me and my business partner Rob. He also helped a lot, to getting permissions. We were going into people's houses. We didn't know who the land was. It was really hard to get to know who the land was at this certain location. We are going in houses, having some liquors with these old people, asking if they knew who we were doing the land. It was a bit funny.
0: And what do they say <laughs> when you're like, we're going to ride some bicycles here and build they, some good jobs?
1: Yeah, I know. Um, do they even the, understand f- it? The good thing about it is that Alex, our trailblazer, he's from that village. And he knows a lot of people. And they're familiar with mountain biking as well from him and also Emmanuel Pombo, which does DH World Cups. And he's also from that. So they were familiar with bikes there. So they were happy. That was really good. And, yeah, we, we managed to make it work. Um, it was incredible to also... I've never built jumps that big. I didn't even know what he was talking about, really, when he was saying, oh, I'm going to build this here to land there. I didn't even know exactly what he was going on about. It was crazy what he wanted to build. Because I love trails, I love going fast, I love epic stuff, but jumps is not really the, what we have much in Madeira. Because we, we dig by hand, we can't. We don't have diggers to build, like bike bar stuff. Although yeah, nowadays we do have some But it's so
0: remote. Some of yeah. these trails, like we said, we take... 30-40 minutes or sometimes longer mm. to access, exactly. which is so worth it, you know, along yeah, yeah. the lavadas. So yeah, yeah. it's hard to work. It's you know. it's a few hand tools yeah, yeah, and yeah. brute force to make to make it happen. Yeah, for
1: sure. And um, yeah, but uh, it was uh, it was great. It worked out perfectly with him. Then we also had we also had a project with Luke Bruni, uh, which was amazing for Gamble, the Gamble film. We built another DH track above Funchal together with the municipality of Funchal and the Ecological Park. We already had the blue line there um, and they were up for building something uh, a, something different so I told them it'd be great to have a blue line and the DH track and we have all the story of the world champ and then we'll keep it for, for everyone afterwards and it's going to be great and they love the idea and we the location was also really beautiful uh naren bartlett and joe bowman which were the directors loved the idea luke was stoked we got there and started building and it was another great project like a few others we had it's uh, for me it's a dream well better than my best dreams of what i've did up to now
0: you got any funny stories from working with some of the top riders in the world, because um, on the outside, they look pretty professional and organized, but <laughs> I'm, it's safe to say that it's not. things don't always run to plan. Surely you've no. got some funny stuff to for share. For
1: sure they don't. They're, I mean, I don't know. Brendan I,
0: gets a job done. He's not always as organized. No, he's, no. It's he's pretty loose with his plans,
1: huh? I think, yeah, he's pretty loose, but it ener- must be his energy, his positive thinking just makes it work all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Were you stressed inside, like, how is this
0: going to work? Yeah, it's just, not going to end on time, and he just gets it done? Yeah, exactly,
1: what? exactly. I can't, right now, can't really think of something.
0: Didn't you, you crazy. know, like, lost keys and have to, like, you know,
1: oh, kind of go...
0: You know, funny stories like that where you just ended up with a right mission and only got home at a few hours in the morning. He's, he told me a few, but I can't there, remember them off the top of my head. There
1: was some stuff, I mean there's been problems with shoots for sure that for example we we were going to this trail and this great trail for, for a shoot and then we get there and the tunnels closed and we end up having the only way to get there is going all the way around the island which would take us like three hours not about halfway around the island it takes about three hours or hike a bike for an hour and get to the trail so we decided to hike up the trail it's not even funny, but uh, we did like fake minutes of shooting and then Brendan smashed into a tree and was out of breath and we, <laughs> and she had to end up the video <laughs> jumping yeah. into the pool. Yeah, so
0: that's the, the, one of the Dog's Life yeah, epi- yeah, yeah. episodes. I don't know if they released that or not many people know, but... The ending of the vid, Brendan, yeah. inverted commas, jumps into the ocean, which is an awesome shot, yeah, cool idea. Definitely. Um, we don't condone people jumping their bikes into the ocean. Yeah. They yeah. Might wreck them. But um, yeah, Seeger actually had to put the helmet and kid on as a stunt <laughs> yeah, double. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. he jumped
1: in. Exactly. Yeah, that's that a pretty is, good story. Yeah, I it's, I yeah that is funny for sure. Well, well, yeah.
0: So catch me up on, you know, current, current day, you have upwards of 35. Uh, Unique trails. Some of them a kilometer. Some of them eight kilometers. Exactly. Um, You took us on one yesterday. (coughs) It was eight kilometers long. Mm -hmm. It had three or four different kind of riding. You know, uh, soil terrain, trees, all those sort of stuff. Like that one was was pretty epic.
1: That's a classic. That's um, that's one of the trails. One of the oldest trails on the island, actually. It's a royal way, an ancient footpath that we've been using for mountain biking for over twenty years. Um, How old do you
0: think this footpath is? Just like if you would guess,
1: Uh, Madeira is six hundred years old, and uh, this could be like fifteen hundreds. It could be like four hundred years old. That would be that's incredible. Yeah, yeah, and um, the municipality is happy that we use it because for the last. 20 years or more, we've been maintaining that trail and keeping it clean. Um, and no one really ever would use it. Nowadays, with trail running becoming popular, we start seeing trail runners use it and we're just trying to make it a shared trail. But it's it's great, it starts up really high, about 1,300 meters, so low vegetation at the top, over the clouds, looking over the peaks, um, it's nice, uh, nice and uh, fun, flowy. Uh, and then it drops down into the lorry silver forest and then that's like kind of riding a riverbed and it can be really slippy for sure. When it's
0: he says really slippery, yeah, so this yeah. was in the dry and it was yeah, like ice. Yeah. Not to mention, okay, it was a little bit, um, it was beautiful because we were basically like above the clouds going in the, into, ch- the into the clouds. clouds. It's really
1: humid in but the clouds. But I looked so. to my
0: left and I think I was, I was bummed I couldn't see the view, but I was thankful because I think I would have got a little bit scared of heights. Because there's, for the listener, there's like trees and shrubbery to the left of me. And it feels like kind of a barrier. Exactly. But if they weren't there, you're an exposed Uh, cliff.
1: Yeah, definitely big time. It's crazy how people would build uh, paths back in the day it blows me away then all these levadas are on cliffs there's photos of black and white people hanging on ropes to build them digging into rock and stuff it's it's crazy
0: yeah I think we built a little bit softer <laughs> than um, <laughs> uh, the older generation just yeah. seeing what they were able to accomplish
1: yeah with way
0: less resources than that
1: for sure it's amazing amazing I'm blessed that we have that uh, those trails still that we can still use them that's for sure Wish I could thank the guy who built that and like all the guys. It's so incredible.
0: Oh, it's it's beyond incredible, yeah, and it's awesome that they see that you guys are helping the community. You're bringing, I think, so much money in. I mean, how many kind of if you just guess, like how many riders come through? Say just your company a yeah, year. Yeah, about six
1: thousand a year. Unique,
0: unique visitors. They all got to stay in a hotel. Yeah, yeah. They're all going to these. Awesome restaurants going to communities. I mean, what about so we stopped midway up high in the mountains? Awesome little restaurant. Um, it seems like, yes, tourism goes there, but yeah. for sure, you're going there most days when your bike trip is around that to have lunch. So you're helping that restaurant, you're helping yeah. those locals. Oh, people. yeah,
1: definitely. Uh, for sure, we see during the week, during the weekends, of course locals go around the island and go to restaurants, but during the week it's way more calmer up there. And sometimes we have three, four vans full of people just go into the restaurant and have food and you would see maybe another 10 people that are not bikers there and the rest like 30 mountain bikers in there. So it definitely helps the economy um, and helps bike shops. Uh, I remember before we started building trails Um, as a full-time job trying to develop the the network here for tourism to make it bike bike destination I remember that was less and less people maintaining what we already had and the bike shops were starting to sell less and less and less and seemed like a couple were gonna close Uh, and after we started building I just saw the increase go up drastically and the amount of people riding nowadays is way more way way more so we've got the trails we make them safe we make them fun people want to ride them and uh, yeah remember we
0: bumped we were Mira. in the banana plantation getting some shots and, and that was very cool there's amazing terraces all over the island banana plantations and um there was this random couple yeah and they were just oh there's mountain biking here yeah and uh it was so cool because you could see when we said no no well, this is the guy you actually need to chat to if you're going to chat to someone and mm-hmm. you go in this area and it's you can use this type of riding, and, and it was so cool because it's for sure a yeah, tourist we, thing to do even yeah. if you came here not thinking you would go mountain biking
1: yeah because you can do so many other things you can like Madeira is one of the oldest tourism destinations in europe because it has mild temperatures all year round yeah, um, what is it?
0: It basically feels like spring all year yeah, round. Yeah,
1: people call it Spring Island, uh, spring, <laughs> spring Island, Island yeah. and Flower Island, because yeah, so beautiful. And um, you're used to having couples here and families coming out all year round, and then they could easily go out on the day trip with us. We can we do single day trips for all levels. We've took like six year olds for the first mountain biking experience. So here. you've got
0: stuff. Uh, trails and chilled things with good cool yeah. views for definitely, anyone. You've, definitely, you've got yeah. that. You, it's There's not some, just no, no, no. free ride and the Brendan Fair no, and no, like no. one of the best places to ride a uh, enduro bike, I think, actually, in the world. You, you've most, also got chilled stuff.
1: Actually, most of our customers are Beginners to intermediate.
0: You didn't take me on any chill trails, no, that's no. for sure. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we do. It's not what we're specialised on. It's not what we're famous for. for Madeira is i is i ideal riding. It's enduro type of riding, but I would say with, um, like. Big, big enduro bikes, not small. Uh, Because it's definitely demanding uh, stuff, enough demanding stuff.
0: (laughs) And if you notice, so we, on on our trip, you know, you took, took us all over. We're staying in the south and I don't really have my bearings and it's been five days here and flat out. It's been amazing. But we would drop into some towns that it seems like, you know, without mountain biking, they wouldn't really have as much, say, in the week. Visitors, you know, there's definitely yeah, a lot yeah. of tourist places we went to, but there's also like yeah, small sure, little for towns sure, for we sure. drop into. That's no question. And you've about been working that. with some of the kind of local people and other restaurants, saying, "Oh, thanks for bringing riders," or what, what you know, facilitating yeah, yeah, yeah. bike racks, or you know, what sort of stuff's happening.
1: Yeah, the, the I think restaurants around the island the, and places, uh, hotels as well. They 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 really welcoming riders to Madeira for sure uh, I mean there's nothing going on there on those remote remote villages there's not much going on and and we were exploring every day of the week different locations and different villages and that's great to to get a bit more energy in life in those places again it's amazing they're so beautiful and they have so much potential for tourism so it's, yeah it's great to make people happy and collaborate for the local economy
0: yeah, and you, you dragged me out for a bit of trail building, which I'm actually pretty honored. You, you allowed me to hopefully not mess up some of your trails, but what's well, fascinating, <laughs> it's uh, the rockier, to have you. Yeah, the, the Rockier Trails, um, Alex has an incredible background in agriculture. Yeah. I saw some of the terraces that he's built. I mean, I wouldn't stand on those terraces where he's got his yeah. plantations if you paid me. Yeah. But it was so amazing to see you guys use what's on the ground, the rocks and you built these amazing rock walls yeah, and we obviously yeah, yeah. filled with dirt and we, yeah, we yeah. made a little road gap. Yeah, know, yeah. Yeah. Prioritized the landing for like 5 years. Yeah, yeah, exactly. so it was cool to to be part of that and then so and then cool. ride it as well. Yeah. And it seems like you really try to show the culture cuz we had uh, awesome well, braai for me from South Africa, barbecue for everyone else. Yeah, yeah. But it yeah. was amazing park at the top, and you got yeah. one of your buddies to yeah. to Helps. come bring us some yeah. amazing meat. We made yeah. like eschatadas yeah, yeah. on, a, on a stick. A laurel like stick, yeah yeah, old, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's it called? Laurel
1: stick. Laurel stick, yeah, yeah, yeah. from our forest, indigenous forest, yeah. Yeah, so it seems That's like you're keeping thing. the culture here, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. not it's losing that part no, of no, it. No. We love to keep the culture here for sure. There's things that are really from Madeira and like the shpatade having the cubic pieces of meat on skewers on laurel stick on the barbecue. Is that really Madeira? Um, that's that? proper, yeah, that's proper Madeira, yeah.
0: And what else? What, what, what else can people uh, expect uh, to see like or a, that uh, you're proud of being from this island? Uh,
1: proud of, uh, I don't know. I'm proud of the island in general. I mean, it's amazing overall. I can't describe it. It's just too good. Uh, there's everything, like I said. There's the oceans all around. You've got beautiful views of the ocean. It's so green everywhere. Beautiful ridge lines right from the top. Beautiful different kinds of forest, eucalyptus and pines, and also one. The uh, temperatures go cool, good all year round. It's a really safe place. It's cheap. um, there's so many uh, other activities if you make you can make a living out of uh, make a living here it's a beautiful place to live and
0: well you've clearly done that and uh, I hope the future is even brighter than it is and, and it pays off I think yeah. you said you've been doing this for 10 over 10 years yeah, and yeah, yeah. they say you've got to put ten years or 10,000 hours into something to become a professional and I think yeah. you are a professional trail builder and and mountain bike tour operator for lack of a better term but what can we expect in the future or what, where are your dreams and goals at moving moving forward? Um, if we look back, say, uh, in 10 years uh, yeah. and you know, look back. So
1: when we started, Madeira was not known at all as a mountain biking destination. I didn't know if we would, if people would like it. I thought there was potential, but I didn't know. First, feedback was amazing, made me work even harder and harder and bring an Enduro World Series to Madeira to keep on trying to... Get Madeira on the biggest film projects and and creating a vast network of trails that with quality as well and safe. And what I see, for, what I love for Madeira in the future, that people would um, start riding even more, that uh, there would be a bigger bike culture. Uh, I would love to see it like as a Whistler or something like that, British Columbia, I just think people the culture there's so developed and the trail is so developed and the people collaborate with each other, bike shops, hotels and so on. And I would love to see that here and on the island for sure. And carve it forever as one of the best mountain biking destinations worldwide.
0: Well I, I think you're you're definitely on the way to, to doing that and I think you get such a cool culture experience. Like what I will remember is a diversity. Yeah um the uniqueness of the trails um i don't think i would get bored here because just in a single day you can ride not the same trail you know you're yeah, in maybe the same region different. on one side of the island so different from each other If you got bored with that you yeah. go up north west yeah, 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 east, yeah. and the weather changes as well <laughs> yeah, so exactly. make sure you pack a, a raincoat i think yeah especially you never for the know winter where yeah. you go We're more in the west
1: yeah, yeah more in the north and yeah. north yeah, yeah, yeah that makes sense Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah for sure but it just adds up to the experience. It's it, it's great. It really makes you a complete mountain biker, being able to ride all these different kinds of stuff. Yeah,
0: you said that one, uh, you get your mountain biking license if you make it down the 8K one. So, I, <laughs> yeah. so is it safe to say, yeah, I mean, you, I did tripod one or two of the slippery sections. Do I still get my Madeira and mountain bike yeah, license? Yeah, you've
1: passed the test okay, big I'm, time. Can I be an honorary member? <laughs> yeah. Nice.
0: Well, um, I think, we have obviously spoken positively about it of course i always want to try expose people to the experiences i have and, mm-hmm. and that was one of the experience the food's been great obviously you're in the ocean so um if you like fish it's great but yeah, also definitely. if you like meat that you know they're mm-hmm. passionate about the steaks and these potatoes that were amazing to eat but another unique thing i kind of want to discuss or maybe educate is it's not like a bike park where there's a marked trail yeah exactly it is advisable to have a guide because some of these things are so out in the middle of nowhere Definitely. you don't even know where the trail starts <clears throat> or ends you might start one trail, and if you get lost, you're going to land in a yeah. different village down exactly. by the ocean, yeah. which is cool. You can have a beer down there, oh, yeah. but you're going to miss your pickup. <laughs> so um, that's also a key thing to chat about. It's, yeah, that's it's The true. uniqueness is it's not formalized that it's marked trails. Look, mm-hmm. there's marked hiking routes and stuff. Yeah, but the biking is, is make only... sure you book a guide, make sure you come in a group. You know, do all the safety things. But what what do you want to share with the listener yeah, yeah, about that if they are interested? We've
1: only got to a point where there's like four, um, four si- signed tra- sign trails, illegal uh, trails. And you got to that point because there has to be um, a trail building plan, a maintenance plan. Uh, there has to be uh, some founding from the consoles because all the rest are basically. Uh, maintained and built by freeride madeira and that we're putting like 20 percent of our income onto ch- to the trails monthly yeah so we're not going to sign everything and because uh, that doesn't make sense what well, we are able to build the trails and maintain the shells because we have guests if you don't have guests and people just want to go by themselves the trails are going to be wrecked and we, they won't have money to to make them sustainable and build them and maintain them so um that's the way it is so it's not a bike park for sure uh, you want to be guided by the local trail builders and local professional guides which is us uh, and which really invest on on the trails there are other companies around here that are opening up uh, and uh, making a living of the work we've been doing and all our marketing and all our big projects and uh, what we've invested on trails but uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I hope that we all work together in the future and all put the same effort in, because it's a bit frustrating for sure. I can I know. can
0: hear that, but I think the cream always rises to the top. Yeah, exactly. And you guys have put the hardest work in and supported the writing scene. So yeah, I hope people realize it we'll more. We'll keep on but doing think, it. However, I think at home as well is I've been lucky enough to. Uh, help a partner build and manage and and he did way more groundwork than me on the ground yep. you know and I like to try promote it and, and help that yep. way but what I see is until you've maybe lifted a spade or or gone to your local dig day and that's what I maybe want to promote is go and help the guys that build trails or just realize if there's an entry ticket to pay it's not a lot of money for the product you're getting you know it, it costs thousands of euros to Per, yeah. per meter or per kilometer to build so if you think about the 30 odd trails and you yeah. build that at retail price yeah it's hundreds and thousands of euros right, that you've put sure. of your money for onto sure. this mountain for everyone else to enjoy yeah, yeah. and i think that's what i want to leave the listener with is if there's a build day go help mm-hmm. it's pretty damn rewarding i must yeah. say you know to yeah, for put, sure, put that spade into the dirt and then see what you've done so yeah. Yeah, I, I wish you all the luck, and I think that's a pretty good way to end this episode. But, man, if you do enjoy adventure, I think what he said about another reason you want a guide is they give you all the local info. Yeah, yeah for sure. You're talking about the lavadas, and I'm yeah, getting yeah. your experience of your culture. It's history so about everything. About yeah, it. Yeah, yeah history about it and if you did it on your own you know you might have to google and read a few facts but it's so yeah, cool lose a lot of like time for sure pointing get... you're like hey it's this tree and uh, we've been yeah. building this trail for five years and, yeah you know this is a an amazing fruit you're like hey andrew come check this fruit yeah, yeah. it looks like a banana tastes like a mango <laughs> <laughs> i'm like what you know just those small little <laughs> yeah, things definitely. i think are, are, are pretty yeah, special yeah, yeah. so um i think it's a good way to wrap this up so if you're keen uh um, when when you listen to this, we've either released the project or it's still coming. Shimano has has been great enough to exactly. put us up here. H and I adventures. For sure. John They've... from Freeride Madeira. Am I missing anything else?
1: No. I think you're you're good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So thanks guys to listening. To another um, episode. And then the, yeah. Hey? Visit,
1: visit Madeira as well. Been helping us out. Yes, of
0: course. Yeah. Visit Madeira. Great Instagram page. It's it Yeah, shows it the looks box. like it does in the pictures. You know, sometimes you're like Oh, I'm not sure. They photoshopped that picture. That's yeah, a yeah, good yeah. angle. It Kind of looks better in person. So yeah, visit Madeira. Contact Freeride Madeira if you want any more Im- info. H and I adventures do amazing tours here as well. So um yeah, thanks guys for listening. Be sure you check the project. It either has released or hasn't. I I never yeah. know when I'm gonna release these yeah, things. Yeah. But this has been fun. And it's been great. we still oh. gotta go check out the reggae bar.
1: Yeah, definitely. So go that big, hasn't re- happened big red snap on the salt covered in salt and And what's the drink
0: i've got to have a poncho
1: poncho yeah local sugarcane rum with some honey and orange and fresh lemon juice all
0: right well i'll revert back on the feedback on that so yeah (laughs) this is another episode of moving the needle podcast a live one it's been fun so thanks so much to john from freeride madeira thank you you know what to do like subscribe share uh send john a direct message or freeride madeira or me if you want any more info, yeah. Thanks, yep. guys. Uh, Cheers, till guys. the next episode. Enjoy.